Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Jan Goldstein, and I'm so glad you're back here with me at All That Matters. Every week we gather together and listen to a, a podcast of somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes just to start your week off right, and it comes out every Monday. Glad to have so many around the, the world listening in, and your uh, friendship and your willingness to uh, participate in positivity means the world. And um, our prayers go out to all of those um, who have gone through the most challenging times in the past weeks. And we're wishing for once more for the gift of peace and the cherishing of life uh, in so many places in the world and in so many ways. Um, it got me thinking about four-letter words this week. <laughs> I know uh, I probably used a lot of certain four-letter words when uh, when caught in difficult situations, as we all do. And we're also seeing uh, signs of improvement in areas of medicine uh, and in areas of communication. And yet at the same time, we see age-old divisions uh, based on race, based on religion, based on culture. And those four-letter words that I'm thinking about this week are very much involved with the issue of positivity. You know, I, I say that some of the um, listeners have written me and talked to me about this as a positivity podcast. I, I created this um, at the urging of my family. Um, I had written so many stories and experienced so many things so far over my lifetime. And it's powerful. My, my mother, uh, and may her memory be blessed, an incredible poet, an incredible woman, an incredible teacher, uh, and a, a nourisher of souls. Um, always said, tell your story. And that's why I think I'm so involved with telling my, my story and other stories uh, throughout my life, both through my novels uh, and my two nonfiction books. And again, people ask, you can go to jangoldstein.com and uh, order the books or look the books up uh, if you haven't read them uh, and, uh, and let others know about them. But I, I, I tell the stories because... Um, that's how we connect to one another. If we know each other's story and part of the stories I share on this podcast, uh, many of them at least, or most of them have uh, happened to me. And I, and it's the wisdom that I got from those experiences, mostly from interacting with other people and being in other situations that is, is wonderful to be able to share and to celebrate on this podcast. Um, one of those uh, experiences has to do uh, with my dad. Um, may his memory be for a blessing. And we have a custom in my tradition of saying that um, because we recognize that blessings come through not only nature and God and whatever your source of inspiration might be in creativity and art, but primarily through people 
primarily through connecting. And this podcast is my means, my attempt at, at that connection. Um, and my dad, uh, who came to theater later in life, and some of you may have heard me talk about him, uh, found a, a great way of creating by being on stage, even as he ran this incredible restaurant in Burlington, Vermont, and was a, 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 a teller of stories. Boy, could he talk to people as they came in the restaurant and interact and remember their families and, and so forth. Uh, but it was that ability to tell story, to connect to someone that made him so darn popular and then seeing him up on stage. Well, even your dad can have secrets. And at the end of his life, when, um, when he had died and he was, we were preparing him for burial, um, there is a custom in, in Judaism of sitting with the body. The body's prepared for burial and placed in, uh, in a wooden coffin. And uh, we were sitting with him. And two women approached in the habit of nuns, in nun, nuns' habits, um, in, in all fully dressed and, and with large crosses around their neck. Uh, and they approached us and said, is that Frank Goldstein you're sitting with? And I said, yes, sister. Yes, it is. And she said, your father was a wonder. I'm emotional even remembering it. Your father was a wonder. He taught those of us who are nuns in the convent what it means to be a Jew. I was just flabbergasted. He taught nuns, and we were always had incredible uh, interreligious connections in my family. We were very close and friends with nuns and priests and ministers and religious leaders of different backgrounds. And um, it was just that kind of household, and I was very, very lucky to be part of it. And I said, I don't understand. How did he teach you about that? He said, she said, your father used to come to our convent and tell us stories of Shalom Aleichem and act out Tevya and, and perform monologues uh, that were about Jewish tradition. And that's how so many of us nuns got to learn more about Judaism and to have a connection between the Jewish faith and the Catholic faith. <laughs> and I had no idea, and my dad never told us about it. It's just something he did on his own, something he believed in. It didn't surprise me, but um, it sure made me not only full of pride, um, but taught me something about reaching out and using art or using your own abilities to connect with others, to illuminate. You know, the playwright John Guare said, it's amazing how a little tomorrow can make up for a whole lot of yesterday. I couldn't help but think, about the past and about so much misunderstanding and so much sometimes hatred that goes on between people's yesterday and the day before and the day before that. But tomorrow, 
tomorrow is a different story. And he did that with a couple of four-letter words, love and hope. And that's what I think motivated him, that there would be love and hope in that gift of his art. You know, Aristotle said about hope, hope is a waking dream. And um, if it is, uh, I don't want to ever stop dreaming, do you? Part of the positivity of this last difficult year and year and a half is the ability to find our way to hope and that we have been alive dreaming it. And when we are alive dreaming hope, then there are there is a future ahead for us and we believe in ourselves and the ability to impact it. It is when we lose that four-letter word, when we lose our embrace of hope, and certainly when we lose our embrace of love, that we are unable to act. I love to remember what Emily Dickinson said about hope. She said, hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Does your soul sing that tune? How can we get it to sing that tune? What do we have to believe in? I think we have to hold on to love and that means loving ourselves and loving another or others to finding within ourselves that gift of love, which many of us practice all the time, but perhaps don't even take a moment to think about what a powerful gift that is to our tomorrows and that we hold on and harbor hope in our souls. You know, Author Maxine Hong Kingston was born in 1940, and she was born to a laundry house owner in Stockton, California. Now, she was the third of eight children and the first born in the United States. Her mother had trained as a midwife in Canton, and her father had been brought up a scholar and taught in his village of Sun Woi. And he left China for America in 1924, took a job, this scholar, took a job in a laundry. Maxine grew up to be a writer. Her works often reflect on her cultural heritage and blend fiction with nonfiction. And among her works are The Woman Warrior in 1976, and she was awarded the National Book Critics Circle Award for nonfiction and the National Book Award. Her response to living under prejudice towards Asian Americans was to build to imagine, to write. She said, in a time of destruction, create something. Think of that. In a time of destruction, create something. We have been in a time of destruction and we're seeing destruction play out in the world today. What will be our response Create something. In the next week, I 
love to challenge you to think of one thing you want to create. And it could be art. It could be a sculpture. It could be a poem. It could be something you write. It could be creating a new friendship. It could be creating new interest in something or reaching out to someone, create some new action that is going to impact others. It could be making room for yourself, whether it's exercise, whether it's um, experiencing something new, tuning into something new, and then fashioning something with your hands that grew out of the visions of your heart. I leave you with the words of Barbara Kingsolver. The very least you can do in your life is figure out what you hope for. And the most you can do is live inside that hope. Not admire it from a distance, but live right in it, under its roof. least we can do in our lives is figure out what we hope for what do you hope for what do each of us hope for and then to live inside that hope i wish for you a week in which you live inside that hope and celebrate who you are and create something anew that would be positivity enough wouldn't it until next week i'm jan goldstein and this is all that matters